Today on Bold Steps Weekend, a Father's Day message beginning with a story from Mark Job. A few years back, quite a few years back, I was in a car with my wife on a Sunday morning after church service. In fact, she was pregnant at the time and we were driving down Kedzie Avenue and there was three young boys, uh, probably early teens or 12 or 13 years old, and they were sitting on the fence. And as I drew, uh, drove by, one of them or a couple of them had these big ice balls they'd created and they threw it at my windshield and I didn't expect it. And these were not just snowballs, these were like ice balls. And I thought a rock had hit my windshield because it hit really hard and I couldn't see for a while. I slammed on my brakes. I said, what happened? And D, and D said, those three boys. So I don't know what got into me. I decided to jump out of the car and chase them. I had just come from church. I had a long coat. They jumped over a fence. I flew over that fence. And I chased him down to the other fence. They were scrambling over. They jumped over the fence. I jumped over the fence. And then I got into the alley. I was looking around, couldn't see him. I looked under a car and one had crawled under the car. So I grabbed him by the foot and I just dragged him out. He was afraid. He said, sir, sir, please, please. I didn't mean anything. And I looked at him. I said, the police are your parents. I think he wanted to go to the police more than he wanted to his parents. I said, where do your parents live? And so I took him by the hand and I walked him all the way to his dad's house, knocked on the door and a guy answered up his mom in the back. I said, is this your son? He said, yes. I said, he almost just got me in a car accident. He said, don't worry, I'll take care of him. And I left him with the father and he was more, he was more afraid of his father than the police. And I, 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 I want you to know, Parents, you have the power to influence the life and the destiny of your children. Welcome to Bold Steps Weekend with Mark Job. Mark is the senior pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago and the president of Moody Bible Institute. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Today, Mark is hitting the pause button in our current series, Deeper Beyond Shallow Spirituality, to share a special Father's Day message. We're in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 today, and at the end of the message, I'll tell you about a timely and relevant resource I think you're bound to enjoy. But right now, let's join Mark for today's lesson, a message he's called Fathers of Influence. You have more influence than what you think. The passage of scripture that we're going to be looking at is found in 1 Thessalonians. Fathers of influence communicate four things. If you're taking notes, write this down. Fathers that influence communicate positively into their children's destiny. The key word here is encouragement. Verse 11 of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 says, For you know that we dealt with each of you as a father deals with his own children. And the number one thing that he says is encouraging. I want to talk to you first of all, fathers, about the power of influence that you have as an encourager. This word, by the way, encouraging, in the Greek is parakaleo. Go ahead, try it. Parakaleo. I'm teaching you some Greek here. Now, parakaleo may sound familiar to you because it means to encourage, 
to exhort, to walk alongside of someone and encourage them to their destiny or their purpose. And it may sound familiar to you because there's a passage in scripture found in John chapter 14 when Jesus said that he was leaving. It tells us in John chapter 14, verse 26, but the advocate, the paracolito, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. The word for encourager is parakaleo. The word that Jesus used for the Holy Spirit is parakaleto. Listen, the Holy Spirit is referred to as the encourager that walks alongside of us, continually reminding us of our destiny and calling us to live the lives that we are destined to live. When he's talking about fathers in this passage, he's using the same root word that he uses of the Holy Spirit. Fathers, you are called to walk alongside your sons and daughters, reminding them, encouraging them, letting them remember that they have a purpose and a call, and you encourage them by seeing the good in them and calling out the good in them, their purposes and calls as a continually reminder in their life. You are a parakaleo. Now, I have to be honest about the, pow the power of encouragement. And I want to say that oftentimes, it's a lot easier to be corrective and to point out the bad than it is to point out the good. How many of you parents know that? How many of you know that when, you're, when your child comes home and they have five A's and one D, that we spend 15 minutes talking about the D and only two minutes talking about the A? How many of you parents can relate to that? Because we tend to look at what is wrong and we try to fix what is wrong. Now we don't do it in a bad way, but what, what ends up happening is that a lot of kids feel like their parents are constantly, constantly pointing out what's wrong and seldom pointing out what's right. Uh, a fellow by the name of Dan Benson wrote a book called The Total Man. And he says that for every positive word that most dads say to their children, they say about 10 negative ones. Uh, they're really good at words like don't, you can't, stop that, no. But typically we're really bad at positive words. And Benson suggests that we can change the whole personality or relationship with our children if we just learn the positive influence of speaking encouragement into their lives, not just correction in their lives. Now, I realize I think about my own life as a father. I have three children. Um, Josiah, many of you know, who's 25. I have my daughter who's 26. I saw her earlier. And then I have a son who's 20. He's around here somewhere as well. And um, I know that when they went through their teenage years or junior high years, I felt like, you know, man, can they test you. One of my daughter's favorite words was whatever. But it always came with the rolling of the eyes. And, you know, you, you're dealing, you're trying to shape their lives, and you see so much immaturity in them. You see so many things. Uh, you need to put the garbage out, clean up your room. My daughter used to say, as long as she has a path, her room is good. Um, 
and, and uh, don't say that, don't do that, who are you hanging out with? And have you ever been around negative people? Have you ever been around a boss that's negative, that maybe always points out the negative? And what happens when you're around people that are always pointing out what's wrong? You typically don't want to be around them. Parents, have you ever noticed if you're very negative how your kids don't want to be around you too much? But it may be because when they're around you, the main thing that you are always pointing out is what's wrong with them and not what, what's right with them. I realized this when I was um, involved in coaching. I decided to coach the soccer team. And so I coached all of my children's uh, soccer team. And I grew up in Spain. And in Spain, they're raving fanatics for soccer. Barcelona. And um, so when my kids were playing soccer, it's just junior high soccer, small kids soccer. But I remember being in the car with Josiah after a game, he would jump in the car and I would say, son, you got to be more present there. Use your head when you're hitting the goal. You need to be in position. Be more aggressive. Don't let them push you around. You need to make sure you're in position. Come on. I want to see more hustle out there. And I realized after a while that my tendency right after a game was to point out what he needed to improve. To point out what was wrong. And I could see what it would do to him. He would get aggravated and frustrated. And I could see him kind of shriveling up. And I realized that after a while. And so I decided to, to, to change my tactic. And after games, I decided I'm going to start with encouragement. And so I say, hey, son, wow, you were, I well, that one play was amazing. Ronaldinho couldn't have done it as good as that. Wow, you were really hustling out there. I said that one time you really ran. A bit. Man, what a great job. And I could see him building up. And then I would say, hey, by the way, for next game, here's a couple of tips. But I realized that the power of encouragement, the power of encouragement makes a difference. And I want to challenge you parents, as Paul said to the Thessalonians, he said to them, as a father deals with his children, encouraging them. I'll tell you one last story. My father, who was a missionary in Spain, um, one of the things that he did really well was encouragement. He was a big guy, strong guy. Although he was a pastor and missionary, he loved to, he was always working on cars. So he, had, he always had grease in his fingers he would fix people's tractors and talk to them about Jesus. He would change a transmission in a car while he was telling people about the Lord. And, um, you know, he would slap you on the back and almost knock you down. He had a real tough handshake. He was kind of a man's man. And... Um, I remember when I first started pastoring, I was 21 years old. I may have told some of you this story. I was a few months into pastoring and I was frustrated and I thought, this is probably not for me. And I remember sitting down at the kitchen table and telling him, Dad, I don't think I'm cut out to be a pastor. I just don't think that I'm the pastor type. I just don't think I'm doing a good job at this and I don't know if I should continue on and maybe this is not really what I should be doing because I, I don't feel like I'm really good at this. And I'll never forget my dad looking across the table at me and saying, 
What? Are you kidding me? He said, Mark, you are a man of God, full of the spirit of God. I've never been around a pastor that's as good as you. In fact, he said, I can count three or four people on my hand that I would be happy to be under their pastoral leadership, and you're at the top. Any day, you could be my pastor. In fact, I would be proud to be under you as my pastor because you have a call of God on your life. You teach phenomenally. You're full of the Spirit of God. You love people. And I remember walking away from that table thinking, well, maybe I am. Maybe I should be a pastor. Can I tell you something? I'm here today because of the call of God, but because the encouragement, the encouragement, the encouragement of my father. So I want to challenge you fathers. I think you have to work on it. I want to challenge you fathers and ask you, ask you this question. Are you an encourager? When's the last time that you said to your son, your daughter, you know, I'm really, I, I had to change my mentality, and I realized that I was telling more negative things than I was positive things. And I remember sitting down with my wife and saying, we need to encourage our kids more. And so I started to do it every night. I would walk into the room and say things like, hey, I'm really happy to be your father. Man, I'm so glad you're my son, my daughter. You make me proud. Man of God, woman of God. I want to challenge you fathers, never underestimate the influence of your encouragement in your children's lives. You're listening to Bold Steps Weekend with Pastor Mark Job. He'll continue today's message in a minute. But right now, I want to make sure you don't miss out on the free weekly devotional Mark sends out to our listeners Monday mornings. It's called the Bold Stepper Weekly. This is a completely free resource from Bold Steps Weekend. And one additional feature of the Bold Stepper Weekly is that it now incorporates the Bold Steps Minute. So there's even more content. And if you're asking, what's the Bold Steps Minute? Well, it's snippets of inspiring messages and statements that really get you thinking. And it's incorporated along with the rest of the devotional, so you can simply click and listen. It's sure to be an encouragement and help as you start your week off right. So sign up for the Bold Stepper Weekly today at boldstepsweekend.org. Just look for the Bold Stepper Weekly tab. It's easy to join the list, and there is no cost or obligation. All right, now back to our lesson. It's titled Fathers of Influence, and here again is Pastor Mark. So your children are picking up both the good and the bad that they see in you. Fathers, I want to remind you that you have influence. Not only um, fathers of influence communicate positively, encourage fathers of influence communicate by their example. Number three, fathers of influence communicate profoundly into their children's heart. Notice what it says in verse 11. It says, for you know that we dealt with each of you as a father deals with his own children. He says encouraging, and then he uses the word comforting. Now that word comforting, when I first read that word, I thought that he was talking about like when a child falls and scrapes their knee and a parent picks them up and holds them and comforts them. But this word is much more profound than just the word of, I'm going to help you out when you're hurt. This word actually implies to speak to someone's heart as you walk beside them. 
to speak into someone's heart, to communicate into their soul as you walk beside them. The Apostle Paul is saying that fathers both encourage, but then they walk beside their children speaking into their heart as they walk beside them, they are speaking into their soul, speaking in their, into their destiny, speaking to them as they walk with them. And I, as I was thinking about this, I was thinking that um, there's a challenge that we have in molding the character of our children. You may feel right now, fathers, that your son or daughter's not really listening to you. How many of you sometimes feel that way? That you're talking and you say, how was school today? They go, hmm, fine. How was lunch? Uh, good. How are your friends? Uh, how many of you know what I'm talking about there? How many of your kids have shoulder problems too? And sometimes it may feel like your children are mad, that they don't want to talk to you, that they're not communicating. I remember telling my daughter when she was probably in her teenage years, I said, if you slam that door one more time, you're going to lose that door. Sure enough, next time she was mad, I heard slam on the door of her bedroom. And so I took my little toolkit and I took the doors off the hinges and I took the door off her bedroom for a week. She did not like that, but she was doorless for a week one time. So, um, but sometimes you feel like you're really not getting through to your sons and daughters. Sometimes you feel like you're really not communicating with them. And I want to tell you something, fathers, I want you to hear me well. You have more influence than what you think. Yeah. So don't stop talking. Don't stop loving. Don't pull back. Don't stop uh, holding back. Don't stop pulling away from your children. You have more influence than what you think. Step into that space even though you think they're not listening. Step into that place to being present even if you think they don't want you to be there. Step into that place. And let me just give you a side note, by the way. I read a book years ago by James Dobson, who's a Christian psychologist, that said, Boys listen and talk side by side. Girls, tend, uh, with girls, they tend to talk better face to face. And so I realized that my boys were not really engaging in conversation when I would try to talk to them that much. And so after I read Dobson's book, I decided I'm going to find something that my boys want to do side by side. They were both into sports, and so what I started to doing is what Scripture talks about. Walk beside them and speak into their life. And so they liked, they were working out, going to the gym. So I started to go to the gym with them. Driving to the gym, working out on the machines, talking to them. I got into my best conversations, not when I sat down and said, talk to me about it. I got into my best conversations when I was doing something side by side with my boys and they were doing something together, riding together, walking together. Why? Because I chose, I'm going to be in your space. I'm going to walk beside you. I'm going to be with you, even though I feel like sometimes you're not listening. And fathers, I want to challenge you. You may have an adult son or daughter. You may have a teenager. You may have someone that you feel like there's a distance from. I'm going to say, walk into that space. You still have influence. You have a more significant influence than what you think. Amen? So the Apostle Paul says, um, comforting them. Now, I wish I had time to talk to you more about this, which I don't. But let me give you a couple suggestions, fathers. If you're struggling, you say, 
Pastor Mark, I never had a father that was that present in my life. I really don't know how to raise my children very well. I'm a cycle breaker, legacy maker. Let me just give you a couple real simple uh, practices that can make a huge difference in your children's life. Number one, I'm going to read these off really fast. But can I tell you, one of the practices that makes a huge difference that, that doesn't require a lot of effort on your part but can change the destiny of your children's life is when they are young, purpose to yourself and your family that you will eat at least four to five meals together a week. You say, well, what does that have to do with anything? If you have a meal where you actually sat down at a table and turned the TV off, turned the TV off, turned the TV off, turned the TV off, you sit at a meal, and fathers, you're the one that starts the meal by blessing it. You're present. There's no smartphones, no one's on electronics but you actually sit around a table together and engage in something. I don't know, some of you may have heard of it before. It's called talking together. I know it's a little bit of a lost art, but actually conversing together with someone face-to-face, -face, asking each other, how is your day? How did things go? But you're at a meal together at least four to five times a week where the family sits down and talks. Listen, They've done studies on this and they've determined that families that eat together four to five times a week together, kids are less likely to get a divorce when they get up. They're less likely to get involved in drugs, less likely to commit suicide, less likely to drop out of school by the mere fact that a family is sitting down and eating together. Fathers, I want to encourage you to pray for your children as long as you can before they go to bed at night. If you have small children, I would encourage you to go into the room and say, before they go to bed, just lay your hands on them and say, I'm going to pray and pray blessing over them before they go to bed because what you're doing is you're walking beside them. I'm going to encourage you to be consistent in your discipline and your boundaries. Make sure they're clear. I'm going to encourage you to affirm your children with positive communication over negative communication. I'm going to encourage you to lead your children to church on Sunday mornings. Father, can I tell you this? We have the privilege and the power to walk alongside and to speak into their destiny, to speak into their lives, and to coach them as we go along the way. You're listening to Bold Steps Weekend the Bible teaching ministry of Mark Job. And next weekend, we'll resume our Deeper Beyond Shallow Spirituality series with a message titled Denial in the Heart, a lesson about the deceitfulness of sin. But before then, we invite you to go to our website at boldstepsweekend.org and catch up on any message you may have missed. On our website, you'll find all of Mark's messages and you'll be able to check out our Bold Action gift. This month, we're privileged to offer you the insightful book, God Speaks Your Love Language. To help explain more about this resource and why it's so relevant, here again is Mark. Have you been feeling distant or disconnected from God? Would you like to transform your spiritual life and experience God's loving presence in a whole new way? Well, in a book called 
God Speaks Your Love Language, author Gary Chapman will show you how to identify your love language and use it as a tool for spiritual growth. Dr. Chapman's best-selling book series on the five love languages has helped millions of people to strengthen and deepen their relationships. Now, you can learn to apply those same core principles to your relationship with God. By understanding your own love language and how it connects you to your Creator, you'll be able to receive the love of God in a way that radiates to the world around you. So don't wait. Request your copy of the book, God Speaks Your Love Language, today when you give a gift of any amount to support Bold Steps Weekend. Yes, thank you, Mark. And to give that gift today, call us at 866-535-5580. That's 866-535-5580. Or give online at boldstepsweekend.org. Or send your gift in the mail. Write to us at Bold Steps Weekend, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. And just a quick reminder, if you haven't already, to go and subscribe to the Bold Steps Weekend podcast, where you can listen to these messages anytime and anywhere you go. Just open up your podcast app on your mobile phone or smart device and search for Bold Steps Weekend with Dr. Mark Job. And then if you'd also like to access the special new video content coming out exclusively on the Bold Steps YouTube channel, be sure to subscribe there as well. Mark offers brand new teachings and short videos on subjects like identity, personal growth, living on mission, and even dating and marriage. You can subscribe today by searching for Bold Steps Radio on YouTube or just type in our website handle, youtube.com slash at boldstepsradio youtube.com slash at Bold Steps Radio. Well, that's all the time we have today. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Thanks for being with us. Be sure to join us next weekend for the start of a new message titled Denial in the Heart. That'll be next time, right here on Bold Steps Weekend. Bold Steps Weekend is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.